0: Hello, Good morning and good evening and welcome to this episode of the Breakfast with Betty podcast. And if you're listening right now, you are going to be the first to find out and hear that this will be the last time that I record under the name Breakfast with Betty. My next podcast episode is going to be under a new name. Yes, I just started this podcast. It's still very fresh, very new, but I am deciding to change the name. I'm making a very executive decision, and it wasn't an easy one, but the reason I'm doing it is I chose the name Breakfast with Betty. If you listen to my first episode, you'll here you'll find out that Breakfast with Betty has been something that's been on my heart for a very long time for as long as I can remember I've always said that I want to be a podcast or not a podcast a talk show host or that I wanted to be like Don Francisco like Ellen DeGeneres and I would always tell my sister that I was gonna have um my talk show it was gonna be called Breakfast with Betty so when I started this podcast I was like oh let, let me manifest Breakfast with Betty So that's why I started using that name. And that's why I was very connected to this name. But I was actually in between two names for the podcast. And if you look at my like ideas journal, you'll see me scribbling over and over like the two names that I had, like to see which one fit. And ultimately, I went with Breakfast with Betty because like I said, I've always said that I was going to have this... A talk show called breakfast with Betty and because it kind of goes with like the pastelitos thing so I am Betty pastelitos that's how I go by on all socials I just realized I didn't even introduce myself so if this is your first time here on my podcast I am your host Betty Williams but like I was just saying I go by Betty pastelitos on tiktok on instagram on twitter even though i barely post on twitter so that's kind of how i'm how i'm known is as betty Patelitos. so i was like oh it'd be so cool you know it's like breakfast with betty and then it's betty Patelitos. like patelitos are such a common breakfast food which um who am i kidding if you're from miami you know that we eat patelitos like literally any time of the day like we have bakeries that are open 24 hours But anyways, I had another name that I really liked, but um, in my next episode where I explain the renaming, I'll tell you what the new name is. If you stay tuned, you'll find out and then um, you'll also see like why I decided like 16 episodes in to just change gears, change uh, paths and go with the other name. Okay, so that was my introduction for this episode, but let's get into today's topic. And what I wanted to talk about today is our identity as second-generation immigrants, right? So on, I think it was episode three, where I talk about being a Latina millennial. I talk about, um, you know, first-generation immigrant is... You are foreign born. Second generation is your parents are foreign born. But you're living in a country where your parents immigrated to. So in most of our cases, in my cases, we're living in the United States. And if we're second generation, our parents were born elsewhere. So something happened today that just like, I was like, I need to talk about this on the podcast. Like, this is... Just the kind of content that I want to be sharing to my community. So I was talking to a Cuban lady and I was talking in Spanish and she's like, Tú eres And it's funny because lately people have been asking me if I'm Puerto Rican. Like, I don't know if it's because I'm listening to so much Bad Bunny or what's going on. Or if it's because I my Spanish is like a very Cuban accent, but I've been living with and with my Dominican husband for the last, what is it, like, five years now? Five that we've been together? So I don't know if, like, that, like, mix of, like, Cuban accent and Dominican just, like, created, like, a Puerto Rican accent. I don't know what's going on. But so this lady asked me, like, oh, tu eres Cubana. And I was like, si. No, no, she asked me if I'm Puerto Rican. And I was like, no, yo soy Cubana. And she's like, oh, yo también soy Cubana. And then a couple minutes later, she was like... (laughs) The question that always follows, she was like, De que parte de Cuba eres? And I was like, No, yo nací aquí, mi mamá es cubana. And she's like, Ah, tú naciste aquí, ok. Y de que parte era tu mamá, or whatever. I was like, Mi mamá es de manzanillo, pero ella vino Pedro Pan. So anybody that knows Cuban American history and for my non-Spanish speaking friends, um, I'm basically saying that the lady asked me if I'm Cuban. I said, or she asked me Puerto Rican. I told her I was Cuban. And she asked me what part of Cuba I was from. And I said, oh, no, no, I was born here. And she's like, actually, she didn't ask where my mom is from. She said, where are your parents? Like, what part of Cuba are your parents from? So then I said, my mom was born in Manzanillo. So um, when I tell her like, I see my mamá es de Manzanillo, but she came she was a peter pan kid. Peter Pan was a movement that happened in the 60s. So, as soon as I told her that my mom came in the 60s, she was like, "Ah, tú no eres cubana nada." And then um she's like, "Y tu papá?" And then that's when I had to tell her like, "No, my dad's Argentinian." And she just like rolled her eyes at me, and I felt so embarrassed and ashamed, but like she's not wrong. I'm by that definition I'm not Cuban I'm American right but this is where I think that a lot of second generation immigrants who might be in my same shoes like we struggle a lot with that identity because we are raised a certain way living somewhere else but it's so hard it's like that thing that I've seen before it's like you're not American enough to be white and you're not Hispanic enough to be Cuban or whatever it's like I'm just stuck in this in between where I don't feel American you know like I know I was born here I'm very 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 grateful that I was born here but I don't feel American um and when I travel abroad like I don't say I'm American so and you know it's funny because I get really like irked when people tell me something like when I meet somebody and they say like, oh, I'm Italian, but it's like their great grandma was Italian. Or if they say like, oh yeah, I'm Scottish. And it's like, oh, what part of Scotland? And they're like, oh no, my great grandfather came on the Titanic. Like, okay, no, you're not Scottish. But that's how that lady saw me. She saw me like, no, you're not Cuban. Like you were born. And she even said it. She's like, yo soy cubana que yo, yo vine hace 20 años. So she's like, no, I'm the Cuban one. I'm the one that came here from Cuba 20 years ago so again she's not wrong but like I identify as a Cuban so I those of you who know me my mom's Cuban and my dad's Argentinian but all my life I have identified as Cuban and I don't bring up the Argentinian thing unless like it comes up naturally in conversation and let me tell you why like I very strongly identify as Cuban. And if you ask me, like, what are you? What's your background? I'm going to say Cuban unless you start, like, prying for details. Now, the reason I feel very Cuban is because, number one, I've always been closer to my mom's family. My dad is literally the only blood relative besides my siblings My dad is literally the only person here from Argentina, like from his family. He has three daughters in Argentina. He has two brothers and then, of course, like probably cousins or whatever. I've only met two of my sisters, one cousin, and like a distant like aunt, like from my Argentinian side of the family. I don't really talk to them a lot. It is... um, like, sad or whatever, but I I don't have that close of a relationship to my sisters in Argentina or my family in Argentina, period, like, I can't even fake an Argentinian accent, like, one thing I'm super bad at, like, if I ever, like, become an actor or whatever, like, I don't know how to fake accents, like, I can't do a fake British accent, I can't do an Argentinian accent, Venezuelan, like, Irish, Scot. like, I can't do any of those accents, the only thing I can say is, like, park my car, like, <laughs> oh my god, I couldn't even do that. So yeah, I've always grown up around my mom's family, right? And even though our family's not that big either, it's not like those Cuban families that you see that I've always been very jealous of, that it's like everybody has like 60 cousins and whatever. Like, it's not like that for me. Um, but yeah, just like my siblings that are my mom's kids, like my half siblings from my mom's side, we're all very close. And they're all they both they all have two Cuban parents. So yeah, that's the first reason I identify very strongly as Cuban is I've just grown up to my Cuban side a lot stronger. The second thing, which I think is huge, is I grew up in Miami. So like literally everybody from Miami is like a little bit Cuban, even if you're Venezuelan, like everybody is a little bit Cuban, like One of my friends is Equatorian and French. And she acts more Cuban than she acts anything. Like, everybody has, like, a be B-Cuban, if you want, like, license here in Miami. So, of course, like, I grew up in Westchester. Like, literally on Way in 97. And, like, if you're from Miami and you know where that is, you know that that's, like, besides Hialeah. Like, that is, like, such a freaking Cuban community. Like, all my neighbors were Cuban. I remember having neighbors, like, literally getting here from Cuba. Like, Like, neighbors telling us, like, oh, my cousin's coming tomorrow from Cuba. And, like, me literally meeting people. Like, I had a friend, and we still follow each other on Instagram and all of that. Like, I was her first friend when she got here from Cuba. She's, like, two years younger than me. So, yeah, being from Miami, I've literally always been raised around cubans like i remember i lived in apartments and it was the 90s so of course like kids were on bikes outside kids were being able to do whatever they wanted outside like there was just like freedom and most of the kids that i played with were cuban i I did have one colombian friend um we also follow each other on instagram um so she was like the one colombian girl but then Yeah, everybody else, like, that comes to mind that I remember. Yeah, everybody else. Excuse me. Everybody else was Cuban. Sorry about that. Okay, so my third reason, which is, like, kind of big for me, is growing up from when I was, like, I don't know, like, one until, like, fifth grade, I used to always go to this lady's house. Um, She was my babysitter. And she had, like, one of those at-home daycares. So, obviously, like, before I started school, um, like, I would always go there. And then when I started school, I would go there, like, in the summers. Or if there was, like, a teacher work day or whatever, like, that's where my mom would take me. So, she was, like, my babysitter growing up all my life. Like, super close to her. Like, I was, like, I saw her as, like, a second mother. She was, like, super Cuban. Like, she had one of those families with 50 cousins. Like, the whole thing, like... So I learned my Spanish, my mannerisms, my everything from her. Like, I remember I would come home and say things that my dad would be like, where did you learn that? And it's like, I learned it at her house. Um, so actually, my mom has six kids, right? And my mom is the Cuban one. My mom has six kids from the six kids. I'm definitely like, la the family. And that's because I used to go to her house growing up. And because I went to like elementary, middle school, and high school, in the public school system in Westchester, Florida. So, like, literally, I was raised in, like, la provincia de Cuba, like, outside of the island. So, yeah, this lady, who was my babysitter all my life, she was, like, super wahira, and, like, I, oh my god, I just loved her so much, and she always had, like, Her husband would come home from work at like five or six. And then I remember too, one time she was like talking about her family members that were coming from Cuba. And it was like a huge balsa of people that came. And like she was just talking about it and they were like stranded at sea for a few days. Like I have a very, very, very faint memory of this. But man, I can name like all her kids, her husband, all his siblings. Like, so those were just like, my cousins like my like you know like primos that aren't your primos that was my family like growing up like my family away from family so yeah i was never like really exposed to the argentinian culture except from my dad a little bit so you know we would eat empanadas we would eat alfajores we'd go to gracianos there on bird road um to like the meat market not like the restaurant but like when it was just like the little market so we would go there to get like dulce leche and um my dad wasn't like a heavy mate drinker but like he would have it and he always had like the copas and like the straws and whatever like kind of like as decoration so and then of course it was always like and again it was the 90s so i remember it was like a really big deal to call argentina now if i wanted to i can like facetime my sisters in argentina um but i remember like calling his family and stuff like that. But it wasn't like I was exposed to it, like all day, every day from when I woke up till I went to sleep. Like I didn't grow up around the Argentinian culture. Like I never adapted the accent. And my dad has the accent, like an Argentinian accent really heavy. So like all I know are like the curse words. <laughs> and there's some words that Argentinians say that Cubans don't say. So like I learned a lot of that from like, like my parents like, like fake arguing but like arguing about like no, así, no whatever so um yeah my identity is <laughs> I'm cuban like i don't identify at all for being american like obviously on paper i am on my passport i am all of that but it is hurtful To have somebody, and I mean, of course she has a razón, like, she lived in Cuba, like, she had her child in Cuba, like, she lived in Cuba until her, like, young adult years, like, of course she finds it offensive that I'm saying I'm Cuban, like, she went through the struggle, like, she lived through apagones, she lived through, uh, like, not having hot water, and I'm here, like, privileged little Miami girl calling myself a Cuban, so she doesn't see that as fair, but... I don't see it as fair that I have to say I'm American. So I want to know from you all now. This is when I turn to you guys. Please reach out and let me know. I'm probably going to make a post about this or just send me a DM. Just let me know in by rating. However it is that you can reach out to me. Like it's 2023. Like we're not making long distance calls to Argentina. But I want to know. How if you're a second generation immigrant, like how do you identify it? and I know I've asked this on my Instagram before, and I've made different reels about this, and people have commented like, "I'm Venezuelan, but now I'm married to a Dominican like I love hearing all that, and I just think that we're in such a special place, like being second generation, and I also think it's so cool, like since we live in Miami, like we all have that community, like I can't imagine having grown up in like the Midwest or, you know, somewhere in the Northeast, that's not like New Jersey, because I know New Jersey has like another concentration of Cubans, but I can't imagine growing up around American people, you know, like not first or second generation, like not a big community of first or second generation immigrants. You know, I can't imagine being raised there all my life and still being like, oh no, but I'm Cuban, you know? So it is something I hold very dear and very near and dear to me. It's just the way that I was raised. Like I did not speak English till I was five years old. Like I have a very heavy, uh, I don't know if it's very, but I just get told a lot that I have the Miami accent. And I just think all of that just comes from my Cuban background. So yeah, I want to hear from you all now and stay tuned so that you can find out what the new name of this podcast is going to be. Um, I hope it makes sense when I introduce it. It's not very like SEO friendly and all that, but as I grow my brand and as I grow my audience and my community, like I think it'll be easily findable. All right, y'all. Well, I leave you with that. I can't wait for my next episode because it's going to be one with a guest. I already have three guests lined up. I can't wait. And I have so many other more that I plan to reach out to this week. All right. Los quiero todo mucho, 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 mucho from the bottom of my very Cuban, sprinkled in with a little Argentinian and like one little tiny dot of American heart. (laughs) Los quiero mucho. Bye.